Hey, this is the NGC and Susie, and you're listening to Failing with Flair. Yay! Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Failing with Flair. I'm so glad that you came back this week for another episode of some great stories of people who have failed in sometimes ordinary and and sometimes extraordinary ways and then gone on to be successful. And isn't it wonderful that we all are failures in this human experience and that we get to share these stories and laugh and learn. And so I am so excited for my guest today, Sarita Crawford. She is a wonderful woman that I have had the opportunity to meet through the Knowledge Broker Business Blueprint. They keep changing. They don't. They keep changing around what they're calling it, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. So, um, for those of you who don't know, that KBB, as it's more formally called, was started by Dean Graziosi and Tony Robbins, and their entire philosophy is about um, making self-education the new norm. Kind of this idea of uh, sometimes we go to school, um, whether it be college or tech school or or trade school, and that that graduation or that next step is really just the, the launching point to get started. It's not necessarily where, it's not ever where the learning ends. We should continue to learn and grow, and so they have created a platform to help people share their individual knowledge about what they've learned, and so, and, and help everyone else grow. So I've met Sarita. She's going to be sharing a little bit about what she has learned I have just learned from her that we, uh, she came from Michigan originally, where I'm uh, near where I used to live, and so just wonderful that we have that connection. Um, her, she lives in Colorado now, and she is actually a professor at Colorado State University, and she is running an Airbnb business out there. She is also creating her next career, which is Expand with Joy. I'm sure she's going to be talking about that with us, and that's going to be through KBB. She enjoys yoga, racquetball, hiking, biking in the arts, music, dancing, traveling, and seeing people light up and expand their lives with joy. So Sarita, thank you so much for taking time to be here with me today. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. Hi, Angie. Hello, everyone. So wonderful to be here with you. We're so glad to have you. And so, Sarita, I'm going to kind of let you take it away. I would love to hear about a time that you failed with absolute flair and uh, what that was like for you. Well, well, so many of those, right? Um, in general, my experience with failures has always had to do with some kind of paralyzing fear kind of leading me to inaction. Also, you know, critical self-talk. Um, one of the most recent mm -hmm. failures has been something I actually repeated. Isn't that exciting? Um, related to my KVB business, which is, you know, in progress. And that is, instead of making regular, consistent progress, I went in fits and starts. I allowed other things to get in the way, and there were plenty of other things there. Um, but in the end, it's, it's my choice of what I'm going to let happen first, right? So because I kept allowing other things to get in the way, I would take pauses, sometimes short pauses, sometimes really long pauses in my progress. And when I'd come back to the coursework or my action items, I would absolutely have forgotten 
where I left off. What did I just learn a week ago? Oh, I've done all these other things. I totally forgot it. I had to go back and start again multiple times. That did not help my little problem of overwhelm and so forth. So I had to find another solution. But um, what I have learned to do that has really helped me overcome that fear and paralysis um, is to celebrate failure. Now, in my classrooms, I always tell my students, I even put it on my syllabus, that mistakes are required. They must make as many mistakes as possible. That's what I tell them. And I ask, well, why would I put something like that in my syllabus? And they say, uh, uh, well, if we don't make mistakes, we don't learn. I said, exactly. This is what I've been preaching all along. If you're not going to make any mistakes, you're not going to learn, you're not going to make progress. But I had a hard time accepting that for myself. <laughs> Isn't that just a kicker? It is. So if you don't mind my asking, Sarita, what were some of those things that were causing you to pause in your coursework journey? Like what were some of the things that were getting in your way? Well, I do actually work quite a bit. Most work weeks are about 55 hours. So there's that going on, plus my Airbnb business. And of course, I have family and personal stuff like everybody else. And I, you know, kind of had that tendency to let my work life take over everything. Um, that is... That is a life failure I'm still working on. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm hearing is, is it's ordinary stuff. It is. It is just ordinary stuff like everybody else. We all think our situation is unusual, but it's not. Everybody has stuff. Yeah. 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 So what tools did you use to help you navigate getting, getting through it and getting things done? Yeah. Well, what I've, what I have switched to is, first of all, being more kind to myself and recognizing my successes and my achievements and really appreciating those. Um, and then taking a look at the failures that happened along the way toward those successes and really appreciating those failures and how they inevitably helped me reach the goals that I have achieved already. Oh, yeah, without those, I wouldn't have made it. And if you can come to a failure with gratitude, that's the first step in shifting the energy and turning it around. So now when I'm either afraid of a failure or I have bumped into one, the first thing I do is I say thank you and I do a little happy dance. Yeah. I love it. yeah, you can't see us on the podcast, but we're actually dancing. Yeah. So I do a little happy dance and I, I thank the failure and I say, oh, what did you come to teach me? That was so kind of you, you know, and as quickly as possible, I focus on learning what the failure has to show me and then making good use of that learning and, and moving forward. So my energy is no longer spent in paralyzing fear of making a mistake. It's no longer spent in critical self-talk once I've run into a mistake. Um, it's now shifted into gratitude and learning and moving forward. 
and it's totally changed the level of joy I experience every single day. Totally elevated that. Awesome. So what does your day look like now when you're facing a failure? <laughs> um, <laughs> looks like most days really, really busy. <laughs> <laughs> so you still have life, yeah? Yeah. Well, in fact, um, one of the things that I had done quite some time ago when I was still playing around with the idea of my next career um, was I, I created um, a Gmail account and a Facebook page and did nothing with it, absolutely nothing because I was so afraid of doing something wrong and wasting my time. Well, a lot of time went by without doing anything. And then, um, it, you know, there were some things in life that, you know, just, okay, now you have to have it. It's, too, it's gotta be done now. And I looked at it and I go, oh my goodness, nobody's gonna understand this. This was so much fun for me, my idea, you know, but no one else is gonna get it. It's not a good topic or, or tagline for a business. And so, I immediately had to jump into fixing the problem and I was kind of annoyed with myself. How hard to do it that level? And then I said, uh oh, uh oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, it's a failure. I said, ah, thank you. Why'd you come to teach me? Because if I hadn't even taken those steps before, if I hadn't made that fail, I wouldn't have had a starting place from which to move on to what was next and had to happen super fast. So if I was just like, oh, wow, I'm so glad I did that. Even though it didn't go the way I had planned, even though too, you know, a lot of time had passed, and even though it was the wrong thing in the end, it really did help me get to where I want to go. So that was today. <laughs> that was my fail for today. I was to celebrate. Rock on. So if you're listening, if you have an opportunity, I've written this down a couple of times that Sarita has said, and I definitely want to bring some attention to it. It's what did you come to teach me? Asking your failure, what did you come to teach me? What a great way to open up the door for learning and for growing and for moving forward faster towards what it is that you're trying to accomplish. That is awesome. Cool. And you, you were starting to say about mistakes are required. And I, I kind of wanted to draw you back and, and talk a little bit about um, some other stuff. And I feel like we've reached a point of circling back. So can you talk a little bit more about the mistakes are required? Mm -hmm. Well, I say that in my classroom, of course. Yeah. I teach uh, English to students whose first language is not English. And of course, if you're going to make any progress in learning a new language, you have to try it. You have to say things. You have to make a lot of mistakes. Nobody is born knowing how to speak their first language, let alone the next one that they want to learn. And students who sit on their fear and won't express themselves and won't try don't make any progress. And we see it all the time. And and okay, yeah, that makes sense in the classroom, right? Well, you know, I sat on my, my next career for a long time, even before KDD was launched. And I had some ideas and I, I wrote some book chapters, I wrote some things I wanted to do, and I did nothing because I was afraid of failing. And oh, 
guess what? That was the biggest failure, failure to act because I got nowhere. But then I have to say that's not even true. I have to celebrate that too and do the happy dance because I did get somewhere. I got a lot of good starts and I have lots of um, <clears throat> content already to rock and roll with and move forward now that I have this platform. So I had failure, I had a success, did a happy dance and I'm on a joyful path. Awesome. So what is it? You were talking a little bit about the fear, the fear that you have sometimes that you notice in your students. What is it about that fear that is so, um, so debilitating or what that you've realized or had experienced? Well, you know, I think it comes down to this, what I call the blessed curse of perfectionism. We want to be perfect. We want to do everything right. We don't want to make mistakes. We don't want to have to redo our work, right? We, we just want it to be good all the time. Well, that's an unrealistic expectation, right? <clears throat> but if, if whatever we do must be perfect before we start, <clears throat> we have to have that perfect framework. You're never going to start, right? And if you do fail, if you have this perfectionist attitude, right? then you beat yourself up for it and waste time and mental energy and lose your joy and your momentum. So that's, you know, perfectionism is, is a blessing in that it motivates us. It gives us drive to do our best, but it's the curse when it prevents us from taking action or when it gets us stuck in self-criticism. So I think that's where people get stuck, right? And if you don't take risks, if you don't take action, if you don't have a lot of failures that necessarily come from doing stuff in life, then what do you do? You just sit your whole life and do nothing? Wow, this wonderful gift we have of life. Why should we waste it sitting around afraid to act and afraid of a mistake? When we could make lots of them and celebrate them and learn a lot and grow a lot and have fun with each other along the way. Yeah, yeah, it kind of reminds me of a quote I read somewhere about how so many of us are trying to walk as safely as possible without any mistakes to death. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, it's really morbid to think about, but are you just trying to get as safely as you can to the end? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> And who wants that? <laughs> so um, do you have any additional stories or thoughts that you'd like to share about your journey with going from being paralyzed by fear and, and this blessed curse of perfectionism to where you are now with, with joy and dancing and when you're failing? Mm -hmm. Well, it was actually um, my youngest son who pointed out to me um, how unkind I was being to myself. Very, very critical of all my errors and focusing lots of energy on that and totally playing down my successes. And I didn't even realize I was doing that. And I didn't realize the consequences of that in my life and in how I treat others because the more patient and kind and loving I am toward myself, and the more I appreciate my successes and appreciate my failures, 
the more I can show compassion and appreciation for other people's successes and failures and their next steps and how, how to move from failure to learning and to back to joy. Wow. You know, that's so important. And that's such a great application. How many times have we heard that if you want to be a great leader, then you have to lead yourself first. And we think about that in terms of so many ways, but you're, you're hitting the nail right on the head and it's not just discipline and, and leadership. It's also kindness and compassion and forgiveness. You've got to do all of that for yourself first before you can be more readily equipped to do that for others. What a great takeaway. And what a great takeaway that it was your son who was able to give that to you. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Well, do you have any additional thoughts or lessons that you'd like to share with our listeners this, this evening? Well, the title of your podcast is fail with flair. I would say have lots and lots of flares in your life. Just enjoy every single one of them. Turn them around. You know, what did you come to teach me? Thank you so much for showing up. You're finished now. You can go. (laughs) (laughs) Move on and just create lots of goodness and joy in your life. That's awesome. Well, and of course, uh, the sooner that we learn from that failure and ask what it, that question, what a golden question, what are you here to teach me? The sooner we learn the lesson, the sooner we can move on to the next lesson as opposed to repeating it, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Well, I so appreciate you being here and sharing your story and sharing your wisdom. And if any of the listeners here wanted to get a hold of you and why don't you take a moment and talk a little bit about Expand with Joy and what exactly it is that you're doing there? Well, Expand with Joy is based on the premise that if you're not experiencing joy in any aspect of your life, you're not doing something right, right? And everything that, um, that will be offered at Expand with Joy is designed to support your unlimited expansion and also spark that fulfillment by infusing uh, joy into your journey. So it's about personal expansion. And I mean, a lot of people do that and they do a great job. Right? But the difference here with Expand with Joy is that each aspect of our life can be infused with joy while we expand. I found that it's really easy for people who like to achieve, to work really hard, Uh (laughs) to achieve their goals. And sometimes we overwork ourselves and we can actually get burnt out and lose our momentum and lose all the wonderful things that we've worked so hard to achieve. You know, we can damage relationships. We can, business relationships, personal relationships, can lose momentum in various areas of our life. But if you learn how to infuse joy into your journey, no matter which aspect of your life you're talking about, then we avoid that burnout. Or if we start to experience that, we can quickly turn it back around. And so um, that's what it's all about. Um, I'm in the beginning stages, of course, but there are books coming, there are trainings coming, webinars, and... um, lots and lots of different topics on various aspects of life and how to confuse them with joy while you are expanding and growing. That is awesome. And such an important element of our life is too short to 
not enjoy it. Right. You know, even through the tough stuff. Absolutely. What a beautiful mission that you're bringing to this world and one that is so necessary and needed. And, you know, we could all use a lot more joy and happiness and beauty in our lives. So if someone wanted to get a hold of you or find out more about Expand with Joy, how could they go about doing that, Sarita? Well, you can contact me uh, even today at expandwithjoy at gmail.com. And soon there will be a Facebook and website. Um, but even in the meantime, if you reach out to me on Gmail, you'll get an immediate reply with the most updated information and then a personal reply as quickly as possible after that. Awesome. So you definitely you'll want to reach out to Sarita and see what's happening. There's nothing better than being on the cutting edge of this type of information, especially in this industry. We in other industries celebrate uh, having the first look or the first preview of a movie or a new artist or all that jazz, but that is all uh, wonderful and beautiful. It's all creative, but when we're talking about investing in yourself and investing in a better life, definitely want to be on the cutting edge of all of that and you get an opportunity to do that with Sarita. So definitely you'll want to look at expandwithjoy at gmail.com to make sure you get all of the up-to-date information. So before we take off, is there anything else you'd like to say, Sarita? I'd just like to say thank you to you, Angie. It's been an honor and a pleasure being on your podcast today. And thank you to all the listeners for showing up. Go live your uh, life with more joy. Oh, thank you, Sarita. I really appreciate the fact that you were so willing to jump on this podcast and share your story and take time out of your day to share. Not everyone is so willing to talk about the failures, even, mm -hmm. even the little ones. And so it takes just a lot of grace and, and vulnerability to do that. And I appreciate it. And for our listeners, um, as we close out today, I would like to remind you to go out there to fail big, fail often, and most importantly, to fail with flair. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us this week on Failing with Flair. Make sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast medium so that you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help me out too. Thanks. We'll see you next time.